Okay, for the record, I did try to record this outside at one cafe, but there was like some crazy gypsy jazz happening. I can't start the show until these guys finish. That would be rude. And so I moved to another cafe, but it was too noisy. I mentioned a little surprise. Oh, shut up. Motorcycle. So here we are finally in my apartment. I tried to make it interesting with the background music and I failed, but I tried. And here's something I never thought I would say from one cafe to another cafe to my kitchen. Okay, well, it's not my kitchen, Airbnb. It's not Airbnb's kitchen. It's a stranger's kitchen brought to me by Airbnb from the capitals of Albania, Tirana. Wow, this is a long introduction and it's a show called Rough Sundays. I was lost in sin and sorrow on an hour in dark sea. From 1936 and forever my all-time favorite gospel track. 
you've probably heard me play it a thousand times. Every musical podcast I have, I find a way to sneak that in because that's just one of the that's just one of the greater gospel tracks. Roberta Martin singers Old Ship of Zion. This is a show called Rough Sundays. A show designed to wake you up nicely and through the power of old gospel and funk jazz and a few other types of music just kind of get you up and and making that Sunday coffee that is all we're trying to do here at the show and I say we as if it's not me speaking into an iPhone all alone <coughs> sorry I didn't start crying there even though it's kind of sad that was just a cough not COVID it's just gotten cold here which is nice anyway let's get on with the show um What's happened over the past four or five years to white men like myself is fantastic, you know? I think, uh, I don't think anybody can say we don't deserve our comeuppance. And one of the things that's coming to light is uh, things invented by women that men take credit for. So, I mean, let's, let's, let's just look at, let's look at three of kind of the bigger ones, right? Um, World War II, the actress, uh, Haiti Lamar, she came up with the idea of frequency hopping, which is basically wireless communication, all right? Better Batten was, you know, unsurprisingly brushed off by the Navy and uh, just forgotten. Later on, the formula and patent would then be used to create wireless technology, as in what I'm recording this on, as in probably what you're listening to this on, as in how I beam this to a satellite and it gets to you. How about we go back further? 1840s, Lord Byron's daughter, uh, Ada Lovelace, worked with an inventor friend of hers to develop a device that would, and I quote, weave algebraic patterns just as looms weave flowers and leaves, which is essentially computer programming. But do we think of Lord Byron's daughter when we think of computer programs? No, you're thinking of one of the two skinny, mean, white guys. Uh, how about we go back even further to what is the most beloved thing in men? Beer. And there are substantial cases to suggest that women in Mesopotamia created and sold beer. So, like the three most important things, right? <laughs> like computers, wireless technology, and beer, all invented by women. And yet there's a fourth that is always passed up. We're talking about rock and roll. And if you Google, if you type in on your computer, who invented rock and roll, your question doesn't come up. A, a photo and a bio of Chuck Berry comes up, all right? But that is uncategorically false. That is... That is complete crap, right? Rock and roll was invented by a lady named Sister Rosetta Tharp. Uh, her mom was a traveling gospel singer and, and Rosetta had learned how to play the guitar at age six and then she began joining her mother on stage. But for anybody who, who's ever gone to black church, and that's pretty much what this show is based around. If I, can get, if I can get half of you to go to black church once, this isn't about religion or Christianity, this is about experiencing gospel in a black church which is perhaps the greatest experience you're ever gonna have in your life. But what I'm trying to say, is it's not a quiet affair, all right? So Rosetta, six years old with her guitar, has to start finger picking for a little louder twang, right? And then a few years later, she switches to electric. And that was, as they say, all she wrote, literally all she wrote. Um, this was around 19, 
21 when she got started, give or take a few years. Chuck Berry wasn't even born yet. All right? So who we consider to be the godfather of rock and roll is in fact not the godfather of rock and roll. Even Chuck Berry himself said his entire career was one long Sister Rosetta Tharp impersonation. This is 100% true. Why Google pulls it up is beyond me. This isn't up for debate. This is like you can see and hear songs of Rosetta before Chuck Berry ever came along and she's playing rock and roll. So rock and roll was invented by a black lady in the early 1920s. And perhaps this is the best part, who happened to be a lesbian. All right, so let's write this wrong somehow. All right, it's rock and roll. It was invented by a lady and let's play her. Sister Rosetta Tharp, and I believe this is her first track that actually crossed over into mainstream listing. Strange things happening every day.
wow, that's still hot. The famous New Orleans band, famous New Orleans funk band that started in high school with one of the many Neville brothers of whom have a monopoly on basically all things New Orleans. I don't even know how many Neville brothers uh, there were or are still around, but anyway, it's the meters on your rough Sunday with Sissy Strutt. My name is Eric S. Queen, and we are coming from uh, uh, Tirana, Albania, about 100 miles east of Italy. Uh, I think it was Victor Hugo who wrote, to loaf is too Parisian, but Victor must not have gone here because these Albanians, at least the citizens of Tirana, might better the Parisians at sitting around and loafing. I mean, you think about their neighbors, right? They picked up the the love of tea from the Turks. I mean, Albania was under Ottoman rule, so we're talking 600 years, all right? They've got love of coffee from their neighbors across the Adriatic Sea, which I just mentioned in Italy. And then they have the hatred, the pure hatred of anything done in a hurry, which they pick up from their neighbors in Greece. So it's a conglomeration. It's a casserole of all things lethargic and that revolve around a cup of something hot. And I love that. And I would say a thousand probably more than a thousand cafes here in Albania. I've never seen so many uh, cafes in my life and I love it. I don't know why I started talking about, oh, because I originally recorded this at a cafe and I wanted to talk about cafes anyway. Since we're talking about Parisians, let us get into um, a little Francois Hardy. Tu 
I dream, I dream of an older French wife, 10 years, give or take, you know, chain smokes, asymmetrical haircut, hates me. Like if you put on my top, on my, t- you know, Marisa Tomei, Nigella Lawson's up there, Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza, Audrey Plaza, the, 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 the weird one. Oh, a super mean older French lady with a really nice apartment in the ninth or 10th arrondissement in Paris. That's, that's my dream. Maybe she has a cough. Maybe it doesn't look to be getting better. Like that is what I'm looking for. Uh, Francois Hardy, though, that we just played, perhaps the, one of the leaders of the Yeah Yeah movement, which was a movement in the 60s in France, obviously originated in Paris. But it's the French take on rock and roll. So they heard the Beatles, but then they put the French, hmm, je ne sais quoi, the French Frenchness behind it. And it was upbeat and poppy, and uh, we should get more into it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, fun, it's a fun little genre. Um, now, I had another song I was going to play. But uh, since we're talking about New Orleans, I want to play a track about New Orleans. But here's the thing. I have an incredible surprise for you at the end of the show. So what I want you to do is go ahead and make, make a cup of coffee now while I'm talking. All right? The next song is three minutes or so. So by the time the next track is done, which is the track from New Orleans, which is the track to kind of get you up and moving, uh, I need you to sit down. I didn't plan this very well. So the track that's the, you, you see what I'm saying. Anyway, make the cup of coffee. Then get your headphones ready or turn off anything because this last track is not so much a track per se, but it's something incredibly special that I managed to record. So uh, make that cup of coffee and I'm going to play a little uh, little Mardi Gras music, the legendary Preservation Jazz Hall Band. And when we come back, I've got one more special thing for you. It's Rough Sundays. Thank you. 
girl all day. I'm going to shake up and down on a Mardi Gras day. Jack the Mofield all day. Yeah, Jack the Mofield all day. Jack the Mofield all day. I'm going to drink my drink wine on a Mardi Gras day. Jack the Mofield all day. You better stop messing around. You better stop messing around. I'm going to put you in the cold, cold ground. You better stop messing around. The Mississippi deep and wide. The Mississippi deep and wide. It's a sad day when the fool jump in. Sock a feel all day. Everybody had to leave my life alone. They had to leave my wife alone. But if I get you, you dead and don't. Sock a feel all day. Oh, the monkey got a pretty face. The monkey got a pretty face. Just look in the looking glass and you will see The monkey got a pretty face I really didn't plan that right Because that is a moving, get you moving Get you up out of bed or off the couch track However, I need you to sit down uh, if you have headphones, like I said, you should put them on and just, just, just don't be doing anything because I'm telling you what I managed to record the other week, uh, the other week, four days ago, five days ago in Istanbul was one of the more special experiences that I've had. I somehow managed to be allowed to stay in the Hagia Sophia, the big old mosque church that you see on every picture of Istanbul. It's the red one, not the blue mosque. It's kind of the red one or the one that used to be red. Uh, that's the Hagia Sophia. It's spelled Hagia Sophia, but it's pronounced Hagia Sophia. I was there for the call to prayer, which was one of the more moving and beautiful and haunting experiences I've ever had. A quick lesson in, in the Hagia Sophia and Istanbul's history. Hagia Sophia started as a cathedral in 537 AD. All right. 537 AD. So we're looking at almost 1,500 years ago, right? Started as a cathedral. Then it became a church. Then I, be, I believe it was like storage during some war. And then it became a mosque under the Ottomans. All right. Then Ataturk in the 1930s with his pushing Turkey into modernization turned it into a museum. And it was a museum for, well, since 1930-something all the way up to a few months ago when the new people in charge uh, turned it back into a mosque, which was quite the controversial move. But uh, I'm of the impression, hey, it's yours, do what you want. But we're not here for that. We're not here to argue that. What we are here for is the call to prayer. This is something that has not been heard in 80 plus years here in the Hagia Sophia. And I was rolling, rolling tape. I was pushing the record button on my audio, on my iPhone. But if you are not moved, if you are not transported by the, the, the Azan, who is the singer, and just the acoustics of this place. Uh, the hundred-something foot ceilings, been standing more or less for 1,500 years. Like, if that doesn't take you somewhere, I don't know what to say to you. Um, it's just, I've listened to this in person. I was there in person. And then I heard it five or six more times producing the show. And it, it, it continues to give me chills. So please sit down. 
Turn off your phone, stop checking your messages, put on the headphones if you have them, and prepare to feel something and hear something incredibly special. It's the call to prayer at the Hagia Sophia in Istanbul, Turkey. prayer in a different country it shocks you it scares you uh much in part because of how 
call to prayer has been used in, in pop culture, and it, it rarely is a call to prayer leading up to a what's going to be a happy scene, right? It's, um, it's never, it's rarely been used for, for something nice. So the first time, yes, it does startle you, but then it just becomes this soothing, beautiful, you know, I miss hearing the call to prayer when I'm traveling outside of countries that don't have it. And it's just, you know, when I was there at the Hagia Sophia, and they were very nice and they, they allowed me to sit there, but then it's, it's, you know, a thousand men praying and me just sitting down. I felt bad. So I joined them in prayer and it was just an absolutely beautiful experience to be praying with a bunch of Muslim men. I am not Muslim, but that should not keep anybody from experiencing this, this, the movement, or I don't want to say tradition, but, but the the part of their everyday lives, three or four or five times a day. And it's the same way about listening and enjoying the call to prayer. If you are of the makeup that you think something like listening to the call to prayer is something that you shouldn't do, or me joining the men in prayer at the Hagia Sophia is something that I shouldn't do, I don't want you listening to this. Like that is not, this show is about music from around the world. And it's hosted by somebody who who is lucky enough to travel around the world. And I need you to get that out of your head. I need you to not be afraid of hearing things like this because um, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's just, I'm not trying to convert you to Christianity or Islam. I myself am not a religious person. So none of this is, is some sort of PR stunt to, to open the door to you. But what it is is just saying that there is beauty in, in, in the celebration of religion, not in religion, but the celebration of religion. And if I can play gospel tracks, live gospel tracks or live gospel churches, then I also want to be able to, to play the call to prayer. So I do hope you like that. I do hope it was, I do hope it transported you. But that does it for this week's show. No, I can't, I can't play another song after that. That would be irreverent, even though I don't believe that would be irreverent. So we're just going to leave it with the call to prayer that has not been heard in 80 years in the Hagia Sophia. If you've not yet uh, subscribed in Spotify or Amazon or Google, please do so. I have no idea what's going on with iTunes. I, I give up. I don't even think anybody uses iTunes anymore. So that's cool. I'm off to um, find a little wine here in Albania. And I have no idea where we're going to be recording this from next week. I'm going to start slowly walking to Montenegro, so we'll be in the middle of somewhere, of nowhere, but it will still be rough Sundays, and I hope you have a good week. See you later.